0: Welcome to Mouse.News, your source of information from two dudes who love Disney. My name is Garrett.
1: And I'm Kellen. And in this episode, we talk about how the restart of the NBA season means all good things for Disney parks and for sports fans. And then we dive into what we're watching on Disney Plus and what we're not watching. Finally, we talk about the characters that we need to see in the parks. Here we go.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the News podcast. My name is Garrett, my co-host, Kellen, always sitting across from me. How are you today?
1: I'm doing pretty well, Garrett. How about you?
0: I am doing well. How's how's life up, up north?
1: It's hot again. It's hot. We got a, a hot uh, weekend here. Um, so for the first time, it feels like
0: summer. I, have you gone outside?
1: Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, we've been uh we've been going outside, hanging out a little bit, but um we've got some storms on the way, so it's gonna be an
0: indoor Ooh. day. Ooh, okay, okay. I think I'm going out to dinner. You going out to dinner? I think I'm going out to dinner.
1: Okay, so did you make the reservations ahead of time? You doing it all the right way?
0: We we have the reservations, we've got our masks. Uh I don't know how like long we're supposed to wear a mask. Like yeah. if we're supposed to wear it soon like as until we get our food and drink or
1: sounds about yeah. It, right. Yeah. I mean, you can't obviously keep the mask on while you're eating stuff. So yeah, I think that's a safe bet. I mean, I'm just happy to hear that you're going out you're You're going to restaurants and we're getting, you know, we're, we're moving back to where we want to be.
0: America's back. America, yeah, That's true. <laughs> we're totally I, 100% back. I didn't believe it the first time I heard it, but you know what? We're back. We're here, baby. We did it. Mission accomplished.
1: That is awesome. And with the, um, you know, with the coming warm weather as well, like I usually go to Disney in the summer. So it feels like I have a trip right around the corner. But like, I definitely don't. Not many people do. Um, So I'm just kind of like, all right, just kind of we're getting through this year, getting through this mess. That's 2020. Right. And then we'll get back to uh, planning trips and going there.
0: I don't know. I feel like there has to be some bad Disney news on the horizon. Like that's just got to be par for the course for 2020.
1: Uh, yeah, like you know they're trying to refurb Cinderella's castle and they accidentally knocked off like part of it, you know, like it fell.
0: They shut down Toy Story Land. <laughs> yeah, just
1: they closed it. Um they they like walled it off too. You can't see any of it.
0: <laughs> like uh like the White House. Yes. Like exactly. just, yeah. <laughs> like just more and more fence just Ooh. preventing you from seeing uh Slinky Dog Dash. And we'll never know why. That's the beauty of Disney. Like, it's about those secrets. <laughs> it's all it's all about the secrets.
1: No, that's definitely
0: – that's a very 2020 thing to do. But, you know, hopefully
1: we're, uh, you know, getting, getting back to uh, what we really want to be talking about here. But you're right. It just seems like something, something is around the corner. I don't know.
0: Well, maybe that something involves the NBA because – as we talked about last week, the NBA was making some agreements and and working things out, and it looked like the NBA was going to the worldwide uh, wide world of sports, and we we have some more details on that.
1: I mean, yeah, like we know this is, this is a Disney podcast, and we've been talking about basketball a lot, but like this is so important, not just for the country, but for the parks as well, right? To get people into the. uh Coronado Springs, which I'm super disappointed about. I really, really wanted to see pictures of LeBron James at Art of Animation, but I'm not going to get that uh, at the food
0: court. What's that? At the food court. At
1: the at the food court, man. I I wanted it, but um, we got players here at the hotel using the facility. So here we go. Like we're getting people working now. This is a good thing.
0: It'll it'll be uh it'll be interesting. I'm really excited. For when it comes back, it can't come back soon enough because it looks like there's just going to be games on games on games, like, like March Madness.
1: Selfishly, that's like a dream of mine, you know, like an like a summer league style, like just basketball around the clock. Like it just wasn't possible before, but I mean, every like you know, as we started the show, 2020 is just such a ridiculous year. But you know, we try to find the good, right? That's why we have our podcast here. We're talking about the good stuff, and this might be one of those things.
0: And you know what? I'm just going to say it. The Nats won the World Series in 2019. Yeah, the East is bringing nine teams to the NBA. Wizards are in the ninth seed. We've got four (laughs) games to make up. I think one and a half. All right, maybe one game.
1: That's right. Nine plus one and a half is is ten and a half. And if you divide that by two, which is John Wall's number, that's the percentage chance of winning the championship.
0: So five. 5% Five percent <laughs> chance. I mean, those odds aren't great. Those are pretty bad, but it's better than nothing. I, you know what? That's fair. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the Eastern Conference they're bringing nine teams. The Western Conference they're bringing twelve, I believe. Yes. Um. So. It'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, I I'm really excited just to see it. And again, like we said last week, Walt Disney World needs to find a way to integrate themselves into the NBA. Maybe they add a tenth team to the East, mm. Mm. and it's just Disney characters.
1: Yeah, like you know, during that week of training camp, just have your you know all your your mascots out there. Just, just, just as warm bodies, you know what I mean. It's like run drills and stuff, and like they can, they can compete. I know they can compete.
0: I'm gonna put you on the spot here, and I think we're both gonna be in this position. Okay. All Disney NBA team starting five. Who do you got? All
1: right. Um, starting five. Donald Duck at the point. He doesn't wear pants ever, and I feel like that's like a big distraction. Uh, you know that that'll help him. Good choice. Um, your center's got to be Goofy. You know, uh-huh. I think he's the biggest body. Pluto, I, I feel like he could he could really bang around down low in the post there. So like, let's let's get him in there. My shooting guard is um, one of the three caballeros uh, because he's fast and I think he's accurate. Um, I think I need one more, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I need a I need a dirty a dirty player who's gonna like, you know, not afraid to take some cheap shots, like intimidation guy, and that's gonna be Stitch.
0: Ooh. Okay. Okay. You could have also went with uh, Gaston.
1: (laughs) No, no. I know. I could have, but like some people like Gaston. Nobody likes Stitch.
0: That's true. That's true. Wait, who are the fans of Gaston?
1: I think I like Gaston. I think he's a great villain. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's a bad dude. He's a bad dude, but I see a lot of myself in him. And um I, I just I can identify with his, his manliness brawn.
0: Do you think Stitch would dye his hair like Dennis Rodman?
1: <laughs> Stitch is the Dennis Rodman of the league. I can see it.
0: Yep. Stitch Stitch skips out on practice uh during the championship series, <laughs> during the NBA finals.
1: With the nose ring.
0: Yeah. To go to to go to uh join the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty, yeah, that's such a
1: stitch thing to do. So, yeah, there's, like, no difference between those two people.
0: Was the Karl Malone-Dennis Rodman match, was that during, like, <laughs> like in between the finals matches?
1: <laughs> I don't know where that lines up in the timeline, but that would just be the best thing ever. Cool. They got all mad at yeah. each other on the court, and they have to do the wrestling thing. That'd be amazing. All right, all
0: right let's see. So... Uh, when was this match up? So, the 98 finals were the last one. Uh, yeah, and then at Bash at the Beach, which I believe is in July. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would have been right. Uh, after. So, the Bulls win, the Bulls beat the Jazz, yeah, and then. Rodman and Hogan versus Diamond Dallas Page and Carl Malone. <laughs> and a match that lasted twenty three minutes and forty seven seconds.
1: Is that, we you're the expert. Is that long or short for,
0: for... Oh, that's way too long.
1: Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> that's way too long. Way, 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 way too long. <laughs> that was real life. That happened. Very few wrestling matches should go that long. Oh.
1: Damn, that especially,
0: actually, yeah, long. especially when like Hulk Hogan is involved, right? And Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone. <laughs> way too long. Way, way too long. Oh, yeah. oh boy.
1: But that's that's where we're at. I mean, we we're lucky to have the league back. I hope it works out. You know what I mean? I like in the, in the back of my mind, there is like the small fear that like somebody's going to get COVID somehow and they're going to shut it down again. That would just be awful. Um, you know, I really pull. I don't want that to happen again. I don't expect it to, but you never know. Uh, but right now, like we're just—we all want something to rally around. I bet people who don't even like basketball are going to be tuning in. You know, Disney fans might actually be tuning in just to see the place. You know, like see the places that make us happy. So, like, I mean, we're we're all in on this as basketball fans and as Disney fans. Like, let's go. I'm not wishing my life away, but I'm wishing 2020 away. Let's get to July 31st.
0: Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. But. And other sort of entertainment news mm-hmm. in a couple of days, we're going to be six months post Disney Plus. Disney Plus debuted in December of twenty nineteen, which seems like a decade ago.
1: I know. Yeah, that's crazy. And we were all I remember we talked about on our podcast here what we were excited for. And now we're six months in. So the question is, what you know, is it is it worth it, I believe, and like are we still using it? as much as we predicted we would. So I think, I mean, Garrett, what do you think about that? I mean, are you are you still like, are you on the Disney Plus train? Are you still watching shows or is it kind of lost in, the, in all the other files and streaming services?
0: It is definitely lost amongst all the other streaming services right now. Okay. Um, I did enjoy the Imagineering story. I liked that a lot. I thought that was great. Awesome. I also watched Cars for the first time. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I I thought Cars was great. Yeah. Uh but like other than that, I really really haven't gone back to it. Um wow. I do think I think once some of the Marvel shows get yeah. back up. Oh, Ooh, yeah. uh I also watched the the new Pixar movie too. Um the one with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Onward. Yes, which I also thought was great.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But outside of really that like I just don't go back to it a whole lot right um it doesn't have Tiger King it yeah I was disappointed in that you're disappointed in Tiger King no I'm disappointed that Disney
1: Plus didn't get Tiger King (laughs) that would be a great ride (laughs) <laughs> through the through the
0: zoo a roadside zoo
1: <laughs> it's a dark ride um where you go through the uh all the tiger exhibits and then you have to confront the the animatronic like uh navi river journey um who is uh, the animatronic from the navi river journey is a part of our um uh criminals uh, our criminal mount rushmore of disney
0: ooh okay
1: you know <laughs> She's, she's always um part of like the bad boy group. Um you get you get to confront the Tiger King at the end and you have to escape.
0: That sounds like a great ride.
1: They yeah. I I know, I know. We have a lot of great ideas on this show, and I think that's one of them too.
0: We'll put it on the list.
1: Um I gotta tell you though, I I think my involvement in Disney Plus has actually ramped up over the last few months. And it is it's not because of quarantine. Um I found myself kind of like with a new love for star Wars, having gone seen galaxy's edge in February. So I've been watching star Wars movies over again. And like, I found this really weird, I've gotten weird with Disney plus. And what I mean by that is I started watching the made for TV, Disney channel movies from the eighties. Have you ever heard of Mr. Boogity? No, it's fantastic. It's like this horror movie for kids. It's like 45 minutes long, 1989, I think. Um, it has like the, the pauses in it for the commercials and everything. It's awesome. It's it's like about these kids who move into a haunted house and there's this ghost named Mr. Boogity that haunts them. I watched that, it was so awesome. I'm gonna watch the sequel probably this weekend. That's called Bride of Boogity. And that's about thirty minutes longer. I can't wait.
0: I'm speechless. <laughs>
1: This is real life. I'm not making this up. I am all in on Boogity and the the bizarre 80s made-for-TV Disney movie. So, like, man, I am I am deeper into Disney Plus than I ever thought I would be.
0: So I am looking up Boogity right now?
1: Yep, Mr. Boogity.
0: Mr. Boogity, uh, let's see. So it was a made-for-television family film and a failed pilot. Oh! So that's probably why it was 45 minutes long. Right, right. Uh, haunted by ghosts from the colonial period.
1: Yes. And yeah. And like the special effects in it are like super bad as you'd expect. But like, it's just, it's just fun for the whole family.
0: Christy Swanson sounds familiar. So, oh, Christy Swanson. uh, So she played Jennifer Davis. She also played Buffy in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie.
1: Okay. Okay. So yeah, like, um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's nostalgic for me, you know, and like it doesn't really have much to do with the parks or anything like that. But I mean, that's part of why we go back to Disney, right? Like those, those old movies, those old shows and stuff. And um, I remember watching some of these, you know, on TV when I was younger. So I kind of, I found, I found this movie through a friend and um, you know, I was just checking out the, the, you'd also like, you know uh, what am I trying to say? The menu On Disney Plus, and that's where I'm learning about all these other ones. So, like, yeah, I like I'm like I'm just going down memory lane with Disney Plus lately.
0: I feel like some point there needs to be an offshoot of this podcast where we just watch these '80s (laughs) Disney movies, yeah, and review them. Yeah, just view them. (laughs) That'd be great. So I've never heard of Boogedy. I may. I'm probably not going to watch it. It's okay but I anxiously await your review of Bride of Boogity.
1: I try to, it's kind of my uh, tradition to watch a movie on Sunday nights. You know, I used to get the Sunday scaries before work, but now that I don't do that anymore, um, I just, I'm still trying to keep that normalcy with my uh, Sunday night movie. So I'm thinking this Sunday will be the Bride of Boogity.
0: I mean, it's a good choice in terms of time spent. (laughs) Yeah. How can I I use this hour and a half to my full advantage? Yeah. Where I have complete silence and loneliness. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm going to watch a Disney movie and I'm going to watch Mr. Boogity. (laughs) And not be disappointed. Actively enjoy it. Actively tell others that they should go see it.
1: I'm talking like popcorn, have a blanket on to hide behind during the scary parts, have a beer, have a wine, whatever you like. Just all in,
0: all in. Full movie experience. That is – I might do that. We'll see. (laughs) Build it up to
1: be something huge. Get some candy, you know, make it a date night. Watch Mr.
0: Boogie. Does not sound like a good date night. (laughs) It does not sound like a good choice for a date night. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. You're You're doing a great job selling it. <laughs> Thank
1: you. They're going to like um, – Disney Plus is going to see like this uptick in uh, <laughs> Mr. Boogity views. And uh, it's because of us. It's, also- yeah.
0: it's going to go to two.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> From there, <part> to two. <laughs> I – I would be real curious to see like the viewing numbers of some of those movies and then see how many of them are yours.
1: Yeah, no, no, for real. Like, I mean, they're on Disney Plus. We know that it's like the stuff that nobody's ever going to watch, but somebody out there will, you know, like, um, all like the, like the Westerns they have on there that are Disney property. It's like, who, who like Swiss Family Robinson, you know, stuff like that. There's like three of those movies. Somebody's watching.
0: I will say I definitely watched Brink the first week we, we got Disney+. Plus, Absolutely. Which, all-time classic. Yeah. One of the best rollerblading movies ever made. That's going to be top three rollerblading movies. I only know of one other one, so yeah. Blade Runner? <laughs> I was going to say uh, Airborne. Airborne? So uh, this guy from California moves to Cincinnati... And he's a surfer and <laughs> his, his, I think, I don't cousin, think anymore. <laughs> no, is, his, his cousin's enough. name is, his cousin is Seth, played by Seth Green. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he, this, like, he realizes he can't surf. So he does the next best thing, which is not skateboarding. It's rollerblading. Oh, it, yeah, that is the next best thing. And it gets pretty extreme at times. There's a pretty sweet scene where he's on rollerblades and his love interest is chasing him through the botanical gardens. Oh, that's awesome. And of course it ends in a street race because every rollerblading movie ends in a street race.
1: Um, Airborne, Blade with Wesley Snipes and Frank, <laughs> they all end in a street race.
0: I I forgot about the street race at the end of Blade. <laughs> That's a good one, though. That's a great one. It's a, it's a great great street racing with vampires. I I heard Wesley Snipes actually did all of his own rollerblading stunts <laughs> with the sword. It was phenomenal.
1: It was so dangerous, but but he pulled it off.
0: I can't wait to see the Disney Plus version of Blade. <laughs> yeah it's like 12 minutes long but it's starting break uh well i i'm glad to hear that you're you're still enjoying disney plus and i know that once the new shows for marvel start popping up i'm definitely going to go back into it
1: for sure man it, it comes in waves you know i mean for uh, for a few weeks you know probably around like April, I wasn't really watching, but you know, you find something as you mentioned before, that Marvel stuff's coming man and like there are so many people that are going to be like so into that and I mean you'll be all in for for weeks, it'll be it'll be fun.
0: I still need to watch the first season of The Mandalorian.
1: Oh yeah, you should you should do that. You should do that.
0: I need to do that before season 2 comes out. Oh, that's right, in the fall. There's just there's a lot of TV right now.
1: That's you're right. And I mean, I think people think that everybody has a ton of time to watch. but That's just not true. You know, we get we have things we have to do. And, you know, it's 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 a lot to try to to try to consume. Yeah, we have lives, people. That's right. We have lives going on here. We'll get to the TV shows. Don't judge us. (laughs) (laughs) That's rude. It's totally rude.
0: All right. So there's no real transition here. Let's just get into our main segment and topic for the day. Let's do it let's talk about some of the forgotten disney characters that we haven't seen in the parks or they have a really small presence that we would like to see more of
1: i like this topic because during the park closure you know it's fun to kind of put yourself back into the parks and, and think about those things that make you happy so when we think about those characters we want to see more about you got to put yourself in Frontierland, you got to put yourself right back in World Showcase. You got to think about those things that make you happy and what's missing from it, right? So I, I like this. I like that we're kind of exploring these characters here that you—they need a bigger presence in these parks.
0: So who do you have on your list? Who's, uh, who's like the first one you think of?
1: First one right away. This is um, in regards to like around the the Halloween season. You know, we get a lot of Jack Skellington. We get a lot of the Nightmare Before Christmas characters. Hocus pocus, all those great, all those great characters. But there's one horror-themed Disney movie that I love so much that never gets any attention in the parks, so or if it does, it's it's very, very minimal.
0: Can I take a guess? Yeah, go for it. Mr. Boogity. It's
1: it's it's, it's not, and okay. um, uh, but I'm changing my list now. Yeah, um, <laughs> it is. It's not Mr. Boogity. It's Frankenweenie. Have you ever watched Frank and
0: Weenie? Oh, yeah. You know what? That's a good one. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm looking at the DVD right now. Um, that little dog's so cute. And it's basically a retelling of Frankenstein, but with children and a puppy. Like, it's awesome. It's done by Tim Burton. So it's like, it's fun. It's for the family, but it's like pretty dark, you know, at the same time. I mean, this kid's dog dies and he it reanimates it and brings it back to life. And like, it's, it's heartwarming, but like, I love that character. I, I love, you know, I love Frankenstein, the novel to begin with. I love Tim Burton and stuff, so like I'd love to see more Frank and Weenie in the parks. Like I mean, I'm not saying like during like the the uh what am I trying to say, like the flower and garden festival. That wouldn't make sense, I don't think. But like during the um Halloween season, let's get him in a parade. Let's get him in a show or something, you know? Like that'd be so cool.
0: I think that's a great idea. Uh and that's definitely a character that Disney can really market, especially during the Halloween season. They can make all kinds of toys and uh, you can have the Frankenweenie chili dog.
1: Yep. Frank and popcorn bucket.
0: <clears throat> yeah. It sounds, yeah. I like that idea. I like that one a lot.
1: I know that on the my Disney experience app, when you're planning a vacation, you, you can choose an avatar and Frankenweenie is one of those avatars, which is kind of cool. So Interesting. a little bit of representation, like in that small, I guess if you blink, you'll miss it on like the uh, Disney vacation planning website but that's pretty much it. So like you get a little bit of it but but really not at all.
0: I thought you were going to say something along the lines of Eddie Murphy's character in the haunting, Haunted Mansion.
1: Like just put him into the yeah, like don't change anything, not a single thing, but put Eddie Murphy in the dining room dancing scene.
0: Yeah. It could yeah, build the animatronic Eddie Murphy. Like, Navi River Journey good? Everything needs to be Navi River Journey good. <laughs> just Everything.
1: Dump, dump a, ton, a ton of money into an Eddie Murphy animatronic that you use for, like, three
0: weeks in October. But don't tell him. <laughs> like, don't don't get any of his legal rights. Just, yep. just do it. Yeah, like, people think it's actually him. I think that's a... Fantastic idea. I'm going, I'm actually crafting the email right now. Okay. That I'm going to send to both Eddie Murphy and Disney. So we're a good team. We're, we're businessmen. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. We know how to make money. Who's on your list. So I think before Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway opened up, I was going to say something Mickey related. Totally. Um, I will say Goofy has okay. a pretty underrated uh, or underdeveloped presence. He has his uh, farm roller coaster.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, the barnstormer, the magic,
0: awesome. Yep, he's got the barnstormer. Yeah, and he does make an appearance in Runaway Railway. But I don't know. I've always been a Goofy guy, and yeah, I think he could do so much with him.
1: Yeah, like as you're as you're speaking, I'm like racking my brain for like where you see him in the parks, and I think you I think you mentioned like like the only two um, for Goofy. Um, the big thing about Goofy is that he is in most of the character dining experiences. You can, you can catch him at Animal Kingdom at Tusker House as well as um, the Contemporary's Breakfast at Chef Mickey. So, like, you can, you can get your Goofy fixed there, like, during a meal if you wanted to. But in regards to, like, the parks and stuff, yeah, like, you're not, you're not going to walk by – you know, you're not going to find Goofy in Galaxy's Edge or anything like that, right? He's just kind of – he's on the fringe.
0: And I say put Goofy in all of the rides. Work him into – yeah, like put him in Dinosaur. That was actually my first thought. (laughs) That's excellent. That's where he belongs. Put him in the car. Have him driving the car.
1: Oh, yeah, because he's such a good driver, right? He proved that in the uh, Runaway Railway.
0: He's a fantastic driver, and I think he proved it in a Goofy movie. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he's always behind the wheel. He's always driving. If if there if you had to pick a getaway driver from the Disney crew, it's obvious you pick Goofy.
1: Yes, yes, over and over again. There's no one else. <laughs> There's nobody else, but that's that's a good choice. You know, i like, it's like he's there, but like, not really. It's it's like Mickey, right? To speak to your earlier point, you know, like oh, you go to you go to Disney, Mickey's everywhere. But like, when you go to the parks, you're like, mm.
0: I would also throw in Donald
1: Duck. Yeah. Yeah. They have their stage shows and stuff, but so you get, you get Donald duck at the uh, <clears throat> three caballeros ride in the Mexican pavilion, which is awesome. I look forward to that attraction every time the grand fiesta tour. So you get, that's like your Donald duck, um, attraction. But like after that, I miss the guy.
0: Well, you'll miss them even more if they do end up moving, uh, sort of transitioning that ride into a cocoa themed ride.
1: Yeah, that's going to be, I mean, it makes sense, you know, I mean, easy, an easy uh, refurb. By easy, I mean, like, you know, implementing the Coco characters. But I guess the the big hang up with that is that there's no line queue space for that attraction at all. Like, even if you're, if you're at the Mexican Pavilion on a good day, that line stretches into the pavilion. And I've seen it go as far as like, like the foyer when you go into that, that little plaza there. So like, Man, a cocoa-themed attraction would be amazing. There's just nowhere
0: to put the people. I'm sure they'll find a way. Yeah. Yeah, knock
1: a wall down or something.
0: Yeah. Or... I, got, I have... Uh, build an underground tunnel. I don't know. Yeah. Just something
1: to fit people in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like a lot of the World Pavilion... doesn't have a lot of space in terms of... having room for lines...
1: Yeah, I I'd agree with that. Like, I mean, I believe that the Ratatouille ride is going to be a new building, um, but like f- the the Frozen ride, um, I mean, you can fit people in there, but the line's always stretching outside. Always, there's just there's just nowhere to put like big attraction lines in that pavilion.
0: That and that makes me wonder. I don't think it's going to happen anymore because of the because of COVID. But they were talking about the Mary Poppins ride.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's going to be interesting. I believe construction is continuing in some, par- some parts of the park. I, don't, I, I doubt very highly that the Mary Poppins attraction is at the top of the list. But um, like, like you're saying, whether that, whether that shows up or not, like I, it, that's in the England, English pavilion, right? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Um, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to put that. Like where do you put those people.
0: Yeah, in terms of your in terms of the construction comment, my guess would be probably Tron and the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster.
1: Yeah, and then and then like literally
0: everything at Epcot. Yeah, <laughs> Epcot, is, Epcot is a mess.
1: Yeah, and you know, I mentioned this before like th- that was that was my biggest thing being at Epcot in February was, I mean, I knew I knew it was fun. I love Epcot, but if it was my first time, I'd be very let down because everything was behind walls.
0: It'll be real interesting to see how much of the update they actually do yep. versus sort of half asset. right? Well,
1: yeah, I think maybe maybe they'll just re or prioritize things. You know, shuffle the deck a little bit. Like, like I I would hope you get Spaceship Earth ready to go for the 50 year anniversary. I don't know if that's realistic, but um, the Magic Kingdom refurbs and stuff. So like m- maybe they would just Prioritize them differently, is my guess.
0: They're just gonna reskin old animatronics. <laughs> yeah. Or actually, maybe they don't. They just leave the old animatronics and just throw them in Spaceship Earth.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's one way to to kind of save some cash and cut some corners.
0: Just take all the animatronics from the People Mover. <laughs> the, the people, the Mover? carousel, the carousel it, of progress. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, that's. There are – that is a rain attraction. That's one that I go into only if I'm caught in a thunderstorm, but I, I can't handle that anymore. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. No, it goes right through me.
0: I think I would rather be in a thunderstorm.
1: Yeah. I'd rather, Yes, I'd stand outside and just get drenched.
0: I would rather be Ben Franklin's child holding the key. Yeah. Than in a thunderstorm. <laughs> than be in the Carousel
1: of Progress. It's also a good nap ride, though. If you just got to take a break, you got to close your eyes for about 15 minutes,
0: that's the one. Interesting. I've never done a nap ride before.
1: I've never successfully napped, but um, Carousel Castle Progress, small world. I like Tiki Room, but a lot of people use Tiki Room for a nap ride. Hall of Presidents, you can, you can squeeze one in there.
0: Do you not love America?
1: I love freedom, but I like my freedom – Not the Hall of Presidents.
0: That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So are there any other Disney characters on your end that you would like to see a bigger presence inside the parks?
1: Yeah, I I guess my last one here would be the characters from Up. And I know that um, in the Happily Ever After show, they have like the balloons projected onto the um, castle. And I know that you can see... Kevin in animal kingdom walking around the big bird there, which is really cool by the way. Cause he like talks to people. It's, it's awesome. But I mean, um, Russell and the, um, uh, the, um, I just drew a blank on the guy's name. Um, the, the old guy from up, um, get him in, get him in more like meet and greets, you know, some more like, um, character experiences there because like up is like a low key, awesome movie. And I think that between the house flying in the balloons and getting the, the kid more involved, um, Russell, in the Animal Kingdom experience along with Kevin, I think that'd be a lot of fun. It just, it just kind of fits in the whole outdoor theme of Animal Kingdom. So in preparation for our show, I was like, I, I need a little more up, a little more up in the parks.
0: Up is one of those movies where I don't think I've ever watched the first 10 minutes and not cried.
1: Every, every time, if you don't cry, you're not human.
0: It is so heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. They, they tell such an amazing story in the first 10 minutes of that movie. It's like, you it's hard to recover.
0: It is uh, up. I think is my favorite Pixar movie. It's also the movie that is hardest for me to watch.
1: Yeah, that's, I, I never really thought about what my favorite Pixar movie is, but up is definitely forgive it. Forgive me up there. Um, yeah, you're right. It, it is tough. It's a difficult, difficult first 10 minutes.
0: Speaking of Pixar, I'm surprised that Wally e doesn't have a bigger presence in Epcot. And I love WALL-E. And like you could, when you leave
1: um, Space Mountain, you know, you kind of like go on that little um, escalator type thing. And you could put some robots in there. You could put Wally or Bernie or Eva, and just any of those things. You know, you can work those guys in. It's a great one.
0: I and I definitely agree with you on if we're gonna go back just a second to up. I think Animal Kingdom is the perfect place to fit in the characters and even just an up ride.
1: Yeah, like I mean, how cool would that be? Like a <clears throat> like a flight of passage type ride. Um, but like you're in the house, like through the thunderstorm. It'd be like Soren, basically. Like you just make Soren, you kinda of turn it into like an up themed attraction. That'd be kinda of cool. <laughs> Disney, hire us. We've got great ideas. (laughs) Yeah. I know they have the wilderness explorer, um, patches and stuff. You can get there, which is a tie into up. Obviously they have that in animal kingdom too. So like it's certainly there, but it's just like, I want a little more of it in the other parks as well.
0: Yeah. I, I could see it being. That one might have a, be a bit more out of place Yeah, and say like an, I mean, I guess maybe in an Epcot it could work if you went with like the sort of inventions angle. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. Um, not really in Hollywood studios, except for the fact like it is a movie. If they if they
1: kept the Streets of America thing with like the the uh, that you know it's, which is Galaxy's Edge now, but um, they could have made one of those houses the up house that kind of that would have been kind of cool maybe you can walk in it and check it out but like aside from that it's it's, yeah it's a tough sell working in there I,
0: i was thinking of other big disney movies i'm kind of surprised that mulan doesn't have a bigger presence but also i can't imagine what a mulan ride would look like
1: yeah i mean outside of the china pavilion i don't i can't think of any
0: yeah i I don't know what the Mulan experience would be. Maybe
1: we need the live action, <clears throat> excuse me, to uh, inspire that a little bit, which I think is coming out in the movie theaters this summer. I don't know how that's going to work, but I think that's the plan.
0: Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that and I've also heard, uh, I think they already announced what day it's going to be on Disney Plus. Oh, really? It's going to be on there in October, I think. Oh, wow. So coming up real soon. That's true. Yeah, it's kind <clears> of <throat> it's kind of what we ha-
1: what we have to do this year. You know, kind of like get it right to streaming so people can actually watch it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I- I'm sure I'll end up going to see it in the theaters, but it'll hope- be reluctant.
1: Yeah, just to be in the movie theater again, that'd be great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, I'm also thinking. I, I do think that Disney has a treasure trove of characters that could be better utilized throughout the park.
1: It'd be a good idea for like a survey, you know, like on Instagram or something or, or on Twitter just to see what other people, you know, think as well. But yeah, I mean, everybody has their interests, right? Like those characters that mean something to them. So it'd be cool to see like, you know, to continue our conversation where people would put their favorite characters. You
0: heard the man. Listeners, send us a message on Twitter, send us a message on Facebook, uh, send us a message in the comments on the article. Wherever you want to send us a message, let us know which Disney characters you want to see in the parks.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome to keep the the conversation going here. We want to hear from you.
0: Yeah. Uh, And if this is your first time tuning in, I encourage you to subscribe to the show, follow us at DudeFluencer on Facebook and Twitter. You can visit us at DudeFluencer.com. Every Tuesday afternoon, we'll have a new episode up. For Kellen, my name is Garrett. We hope you have a magical evening. Good night.